I was in prostitution for five and a half, almost six years, and I was just very depressed. I didn't know who I was. I was lost completely. I was literally sick just from my depression. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, who found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about how young, vulnerable girls can end up in prostitution. And today in our show, you're going to hear from Jamie Johnson, who was molested at the age of six and grew up in a very difficult youth. And then right into adulthood, she lived as a prostitute. Now, just so you know, listener discretion is advised. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Jamie, so glad to have you on our show. I so appreciate your willingness to share this truth. Let's start off with this. Tell us a little bit about your childhood. Well, my family was a broken home. My parents separated when I was really young. They were both very much involved in my life, but they, like a lot of people, were just struggling to try to support us. So we didn't really have a lot of foundation as far as preparing for life and things like that. My mom did drink a lot when we were younger. The boyfriend that she had at that time for many years was very abusive, a lot of domestic disputes between them, and he was sexually abusive towards me twice that I remember. And I just, I don't remember much about my childhood. I just remember being very lost at a really young age and insecure and not really knowing what it was my purpose was or what I was supposed to be doing and kind of just felt like I was there. Um, I don't really have a lot of great memories or things like that. And it's just kind of like a blank canvas a little bit. And every now and then I remember he says here and there, but it definitely was hard trying to figure out my place, I guess you could say, as a kid. Hmm. Yeah, I understand. I'm so sorry to hear that your mom's boyfriend sexually abused you. That is so bad. I understand that you got into a teenage relationship that ended up in a pregnancy. Tell us about that. Yeah, I met the father of my daughter. I have three kids now. I met him when I was a junior in high school, and I was never taught about the birds and the bees, so I didn't really understand the consequences of sex before marriage and things like that. So I ended up getting pregnant. I had my daughter when I was 17, trying to work full-time, so basically didn't really find the importance in school, just kind of faded away from school, dropped out, got pregnant again when I was 19 with the same person, and everyone kind of just told us that we should probably get married and He was joining the military, so, you know, we thought it was the right thing to do to support our family, and so it worked for a little bit. We had our own little family. It was going well, and things just started drifting once he got deployed, and we grew apart pretty quickly, and I had suspicions that he was cheating or seeing somebody else, and my suspicions were true, but I didn't think that it was what it was, which was he is actually um, in a homosexual relationship. Mm. that I'm aware of. And so I think that just took a really big toll, especially being so young still. I was still a really young woman. I was 20 years old. And I think that puts a big blow on your security and self-worth and kind of confuses you a little bit. Ouch. I can't believe it. That must have been horrible. 
So I understand that now you're 20 and you meet another man whose relationship took your life down a very dark path. What happened? I kind of got into a state where I was still focused on taking care of my kids, but I was also focused on living out my years that I felt like I had missed as a teenager, which now being older, I understand that I really didn't miss much, but I didn't know that at the time. So I decided to go out one night. I made it a point. I wanted to go out and drink and meet a guy and just kind of not have any inhibitions and just do what I felt like everybody else was doing. And so mm-hmm. that's what I did. But unfortunately, the guy that I chose to go home with that night the next day, I found out that he was, in fact, a pimp. And wow. at that point in my life, I didn't know anything about that world. I was completely naive to it. I had no idea it existed. And in my vulnerability at that time, he definitely took advantage of that and preyed on my weakness of being a newly single mom, being very broke, being very broken, figuratively and literally. And he definitely preyed on that. And I kind of just got myself into a big whirlwind of problems. Wow. So that is how you got into prostitution. It was through a lure of a relationship with this guy. That is crazy how his approach was like telling you to be with him, promising you his love, and then prostituting you by taking advantage of your weaknesses and your insecurities. Now, I understand that you got pregnant a second time. Can I ask, was it from the pimp? or from one of the customers at the time, or totally something different? No, I was in prostitution for a very short but long five and a half, almost six years. And in between that time, about four years into it, I had been working, prostituting in Texas, and I just had had enough. I wasn't allowed to talk to my children. I was just very depressed. I didn't know who I was. I was lost completely. I was literally sick just from my depression and my stress, and Mm. I just had to get out. And so I just ran from Texas, got on the bus, came back home to California to try to kind of reset. And in the midst of that, I'm trying to transition. I was trying to maintain a regular job as a waitress and trying to kind of just transition myself into regular life again. And in between that time, I met the father of my son. He was not a pimp. He did music. He was a nice guy. He was my first kind of step back into reality of what I thought might be a healthy relationship, which now I know that it wasn't, but a huge blessing, which is my son, Malachi, came out of that. And for that, I'm definitely grateful because he was my big stepping stone into getting out of that lifestyle completely and moving forward. Oh, I see. Jamie, I would love to have you on our next show to learn more about your life as a prostitute and how it really destroyed you, but then how you were restored. Jamie, would you like to join us again to tell us the rest of your testimony? Yes, that'd be great. Awesome, Jamie. Thanks so much. God bless you. Hang on there. Let me share some thoughts with you right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA. And that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. 
If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I think this testimony reveals that prostitutes don't all end up there because they wanted to be there initially, like they didn't grow up thinking they're going to be a prostitute. I think that some people are tricked and lured into this lifestyle. And in Jamie's case, it is in the form of a relationship with a man. Single young ladies, you need to understand that there is evil out there that wants to try to mess with you and your life. And, you know, what did this pimp use to keep her in this situation? All those familiar abusive tactics that she grew up with. And what is interesting is it's almost as if he was able to sense and use Jamie's wounds from her past to perpetuate more damage into her life. Think of it. She was molested at the age of six and sexual activity was activated in her life at a very young age. And that, as you can see, caused a lot of emotional damage. She was also raised in an environment of abuse. So as she grew older, she was most likely attracted to familiar places or familiar abuse. You know, psychologists tell us about how abuse continues in those that are abused. Is that people groom victims to become familiar with the abuse. So oftentimes, people are literally attracted to not what is good, but what is familiar. Why is that? Have you ever wondered why sometimes you see how people are attracted to the very things that are bad for them? I know some who are listening right now who can identify with always being attracted to unhealthy relationships. Why does it work this way? Well, if you grew up in an environment where you're always being name-called, judged, or coerced to do something you didn't want to do, then you will become familiar with that lifestyle. And then when you meet someone who starts doing that, you will mistake that as love and familiarity rather than realizing and understanding that it is really unhealthy. People fall in love with what's familiar, not what is healthy. Sometimes healthy would be too much for someone to take in. And this is a system that the pimp and many other pimps hijack and manipulate to keep their girls selling their bodies. They make the girls think that they love them and that they use them to make money. Now, how do people keep from falling into traps like this? The ancient scripture brings everything to light when it says, and it's written, Proverbs 2, 11 through 16, Discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil, and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and who are devious in their paths, to deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. In this testimony, Jamie never wanted to become what the Bible says, the immoral woman or the seductress, but she became that through trusting in this man who was evil. So it's like kind of like a wake-up call, there are evil people like this, and he was the pimp. I'm sure since they were younger, both went through great trauma to find themselves in these positions. And you know what? Jesus hung around people like this when he came, and he came to set the captives free. You would think that Jesus would come to judge people like this. But now ancient writings reveal clearly that Jesus came to set the sinner free. And free from what? From the oppressor that dwells in our world. Ancient scripture reveals that there's this entity called Satan who dwells in this world and he's behind all of things like this. He's called the God of this world. In 2 Corinthians 4, 3-4, 4, 
It says, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age, that's Satan, has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. See, there's a spiritual entity who blinds people, and he's a true author of all the pain that happens when people are younger, all the way until they're older, because he's been given a certain amount of dominion in this world. Satan has been orchestrating pain in Jamie's life since she was a young girl. He is the ultimate one in the life who has been leading her and guiding her on to what she believed was familiar and good, and her pathway was so destructive. When you think about it, maybe your life is not like this, but if you're living a life where you're not aware that there's this entity that's trying to sow little things from since you were younger to lead you to a destructive path, you are going to find yourself in that path. And if you're in that path, my friend, I want to pray for you. Father God, I'm lifting up the person who's saying, gosh, my life is a mess right now. Lord Jesus, we surrender those things. And Lord Jesus, we invite you into our lives and for you to guide us into the path of righteousness, to guard us from those who have wickedness planned for our lives. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.